We're checking in on Oklahoma State fall sports, giving some predictions for the matchup against Kansas, plus some Oklahoma State homecoming history, all on today's episode of Locked On Pokes. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Pokes is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community can come together. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. What's up? What's up? What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians, the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter, or find the show on the Locked On Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. We're going to do a bit of a fall sports update. We had a lot of things happen over the week, starting first with men's golf. They lost 3-2 to two in the championship match with Oklahoma. Listen, Oklahoma fans, and this, is, this doesn't have to do with fall sports, but I just need to rant real quick. You know, we talk about other sports and, and leading OU in other sports and Big 12 championships, and, and OU fans go, oh, well, football's the only one that matters. And then OU golf beats Oklahoma State golf, and all of a sudden, now it matters. And all I'm saying is they have to pick one. It either matters or it doesn't matter, but you don't get to flip-flop it back and forth. Quit chirping at us if you don't pay attention unless we bring it to your attention. So that's not here nor there. I just have to get that out there. It drives me insane. This is the second second place finish at East Lake for the Cowboys after finishing runner-up to Texas in 2019, a tournament I took half a day of work off to watch. Don't tell my boss that. Anyway, they played great. Obviously, it didn't quite work out in our favor, but more golf to come once spring starts. For the women's golf team, the top-seeded Cowgirls took down Duke and got out of Eastlake with yet another victory for their fall season. The Cowgirls went 4-0 this fall season, a perfect record for the Cowgirl golf team, a first in Oklahoma State program history. Their spring season starts in January, but sincerely, what a run for this Cowgirl golf team. We talk a lot about being a golf school, and there's lots of pro men's golfers in the PGA from Oklahoma State. Ricky Fowler is the face of Oklahoma State being a golf school, so it's fantastic to see these women coming out and playing just fantastic, insanely good golf. Cross-country men and women clinch Big 12 championships. The women ran 6K, the men 8K. That is insane to me. As somebody that's not a runner, it's an insane number. And I know some people like to run, and I get it, and that's fantastic. I'm glad that they like to do it. I'm glad they're good at it. They swept. 
the Big 12 championships for Oklahoma State, the Cowboys' second straight Big 12 championship, and the men had five runners finish in the top 10, so a dominant win for the men's cross-country team. The women won by one point. It was an extremely close finish for them. And the women are lifting their Big 12 championship trophy for the first time since 2019. So just a fantastic outing from both cross-country teams. We love to sweep both men and women. So great job by them. The Cowgirl soccer team is 9-6-2 in play and 4-3-1 in conference play this season. They just got a 2-1 overtime win against West Virginia. West Virginia had only allowed multiple scores twice prior to facing the Cowgirls. So to even get two goals on them was huge. The Cowgirls only needed 71 seconds of overtime before the game winner was hit. Next up for the Cowgirls is a matchup against Texas Tech on Halloween. So just a fantastic job this past week and this past fall season for all of Oklahoma State's fall sports. Like I said, we love sweeps in cross country. The girls golf team is playing historically good golf for Oklahoma State. I mean, they're just playing lights out. I can't. I can't even put it all the way into words. Some of their wins have been insane. Just a big shout out to all the Cowboys and Cowgirls this fall season. Next up, some predictions for the matchup against KU. But first, this episode of Locked on Pokes is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Win or lose, preferably win. It's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team or the away team can come to recharge. I've told this story before, but thinking about it now, remembering sitting in McDonald's after our basketball team's bus got a flat tire. And we had already eaten. Like we ate before we got back on the highway and then our bus broke down on the highway. McDonald's was right there. And I ate again. I had nuggets and French fries and we continued to eat because that's what uh, high school kids do. McDonald's is a beacon of light on a long road trip and it holds you like when you just need a burger and a Dr. Pepper. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say Locked On Pokes watch party? Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. If you've been here this season, you know by now that I love to make predictions. I like to go back and look to see how well I did on those predictions because, let's face it, we're trying to predict humans. There's always a little bit of error, but I like when I can get things right. I like to be right, as do most people. So I've got three predictions for this game against Kansas. I think I could just do one prediction and say it's clobbering time. Is that trademarked? Am I, I wonder if I'm allowed to say that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it in there. So I could go with that, but I am going to break it down a little bit further than that. First up, I think we hold Kansas offense to less than 100 yards rushing. Jayhawk freshman Devin Neal has surpassed 100 rushing yards only twice so far this season against Duke and last weekend against that abysmal Oklahoma defense. I'm going to keep talking about how bad that OU defense is every chance I can get. KU's second leading rusher is their quarterback, Jason Bean, which speaks volumes to his ability to get outside of the pocket and make something happen out of nothing. I just don't think they are going to get that done this weekend against Oklahoma State, against one of the best Big 12 run defenses. It'll be interesting to see, but I do think we keep them under 100 yards rushing. They may get some work through the air, but I do believe our run run defense really shuts down 
their run this week. My next prediction is back to the man, the myth, the legend. Jalen Warren gets 200 yards on the ground this weekend. KU is letting up 244.4 yards per game on the ground this season and an average of 5.97 yards per carry. Jalen Warren's averaging almost four yards per carry. I think he's going to look fantastic this weekend. This is an opportunity for Jalen Warren to show off a little bit, and I hope Mike Gundy and company let him do that. While I believe we can win this game through the air or on the ground, really, I think it's dealer's choice, but getting the ball back into Jalen Warren's hands after taking it out last weekend, I think is going to do a lot for his confidence. I think it does a lot for this football team, for Jalen Warren's future, something I'm hopeful to see the Cowboys do. I, I just want to get the ball into his hands. It's safer when the ball is on the ground than throwing the ball through the air. He's certainly more secure than Spencer Sanders has been some this season. So I hope we just run Jalen Warren down the throats of Kansas's, not Kansas's, of Kansas's bad rush defense. And I think he puts up fantastic numbers on Saturday. Last prediction, I already said this, but give me a sack fest on Saturday. Keeping Jason being controlled and in the pocket will stump their whole offense. I've talked about how well he does outside the pocket, that he's able to rush, that he's able to get things done with his feet. He can throw across his body. He can make those decisions on a whim. And really, he really does continue to make something happen on that offense when there doesn't look to be a whole lot from the jump. But they haven't played a defense like Oklahoma State yet. And I think we're going to keep Jason Bean pretty controlled Give me another sack for Oklahoma State. Sack leader and young stud Colin Oliver. I, I, don't, I think he may come out of this season with a sack every game for the rest of the season. Brock Martin, Devin Harper, Jaden Jernigan all get in on the quarterback hurry game as well. I think that we are going to make Jason Bean's life uh, H-E double hockey sticks this weekend. And, you know, it stinks because I like Jason Bean. It's impossible not to until they're playing Oklahoma State not to root for KU a little bit just because of you know how sad it's been so I do enjoy watching Jason Bean but I am gonna love seeing him on his back this Saturday as for the final score I think Oklahoma State puts this one away pretty soundly but you know, we're not the identity of this of this team is not a high powered offense. We're favored by 30 and a half points. I don't know that we get that done, but give me Oklahoma State 35, KU 10 for this weekend. I do think KU does find the end zone before the end of the game, but that'll just be on on the luck that Jason Bean brings to the football field. I'd also like to see Oklahoma State, and this is strange coming from me because you guys know that I love my special teams, I love my punters and my kickers, but I would love to see Oklahoma State go for some fourth down conversions this weekend. If we get held to fourth downs, I'd like to see us go for it, especially beyond the 50-yard line. In any KU territory, I think you got to go for it, especially with the kicker situation right now between Tanner Brown and Alex Hale. I think if we can get it done without relying on field goals that would be something really pleasing to see that's why I'm giving them the 35 points I think they get all touchdowns no field goals people online are going to be really happy about that but that's what I want to see from this offense and I think they can get it done against KU next up 
some Oklahoma State homecoming history. But first, Bet Online got a makeover with a whole new look to start the basketball season. But it's still the number one place for all your football and basketball action this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Basketball, baseball, football, football coaching staffs. Head to the new website or mobile app and use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Remember to use promo code Locked On to receive your welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Before we move on, I have to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at built.com with promo code Locked15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has 9 flavors, ranging from raspberry to coconut to peanut butter chocolate. If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box, where you get 2 of each of the 9 flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Bill Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, plus it looks like one because they're all covered in chocolate. Again, head over to Bill.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. There is always a special feeling when you drive into Stillwater on game day, but the feeling is amplified by about 10 when it's homecoming. Driving into Stillwater, seeing all the orange, there are people everywhere. It's such a fun atmosphere to be a part of. First homecoming was in 1920, 100 years. Should have been last year, but homecoming was postponed due to COVID. So this year is the 100-year celebration of homecoming for Oklahoma State. We all are accustomed to seeing the orange fountain outside of Edmund Lowe Library. I've grown up with that orange fountain. It's something that's just become a... You know, I'm, I'm very used to seeing it. There's the walk around on Friday night when homecoming festivities start. They close down campus and you can walk around and see all the gorgeous floats that people spend such an insane amount of time on all year long. As soon as fall classes start, those on-campus sororities and clubs start working on pomping and, and decide, well, I mean, obviously you don't start with pomping, but you get your idea down, you start your mechanics, you start building the frame start pomping, pump all night the night before. Last night, you know people were up all night decorating and getting ready for Friday night's walk around. Close to 100,000 fans descend on Stillwater for the homecoming celebration. Mike Boynton and his Cowboys have got the basketball team doing something fun. They usually do homecoming in hoops. They're doing even more this year because, of course, they are because Mike Boynton's perfect and he gets involved in everything. But this is not an I Love Mike Boynton segment, but it could turn into one real fast if I'm not careful. As we all know, tragedy has struck twice during homecoming weekend. First in 1977 when three college students were uh, electrocuted and in 2015 when a vehicle drove into the crowd. Both tragic events are remembered annually at the homecoming celebration. Oklahoma State fans and the school as a whole have been through a lot of tragedy and we always come through on the other side. We are there for each other. We raise money for any family members affected. We remember it. It's really, I think, part of why Oklahoma State 
fans and you know patrons and and all the all the working pieces of Oklahoma State athletics work so well together is because we've been through so much together as well. There are, of course, a lot of homecomings across the nation for college football, but none is popular and wonderful as America's greatest homecoming in Stillwater, Oklahoma. If you've never been before, you should absolutely put it on your bucket list. If you are any kind of college football aficionado, it is such a fantastic weekend to be a part of. I was lucky growing up to be close enough to it that we got to go pretty regularly. I'm lucky enough now that I'm still pretty close to Stillwater and I can take my kid for her to experience. It was really the first thing that ever made me go, oh, this is fun. Like, it's pretty and there's lights and and art and community. It's such a fantastic place to be in Stillwater on homecoming week. Good luck to the Cowboys against KU. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Make sure to check back in on Monday when we're hopefully celebrating getting back into the win column. Now go make your second listen Locked On Big 12. Get all of your daily Big 12 news in less than 30 minutes with Big 12 expert Josh Neighbors, free and available on all platforms. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes. Both of those are on Twitter. We also have a Locked On Pokes Facebook page. And I will talk to y'all on Monday. Go Pokes!